Hello guys, Jack here from Jack Makes Happy Hour podcast. And yes, the rumours are true. We're heading back out on tour in May 2024. 68% of the tickets are already sold out, but there are still a few left at Edinburgh, Newcastle, Manchester, Birmingham, Leeds, Cardiff, Sheffield, Nottingham, Bristol, Bury, and our home city of Norwich. So don't waste any time. Grab your tickets today and come and watch me, Alfie and Robbie live. And me. Mainly me, Alfie and Robbie there, isn't it? Yeah. Happyhourlive.co.uk. See you in May. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain, Sierra says save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking... But I can't go out in these beat-up old running shoes. Sierra says, save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery, well, then we say, you really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! Should we do a yeah. ghost tour when we're there? No. Okay. And I, I went to, like, shout, Mom, but it was literally like this. Yeah. Nothing came out. Yeah. And it was literally for like two minutes. It was fucking disgusting. Sleep paralysis is one of the fucking most mental things it's horrific. ever. It's horrific. Wait. If I was him, yeah. that would fuck me up. He said he couldn't, I would be he like, couldn't sleep for a long time rancid. after that. He that is sleep. disgusting. I saw a figure like vertically over you when you were sleeping. I had no idea that neither of you believed in ghosts at all. Hello guys and welcome back. So I, I might do. I'm never do that again. No, I'm going to do it in a different voice. How, what's the voice? Oh, spooky one. Are you yeah. finding this really weird that we haven't got our headphones oh, on? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, something feels wrong. <laughs> put them on. Put them on. There we go. Hello guys and welcome back. I know oh, I was going to do an accent. Hello. Oh no, what's a non-offensive accent? There's some that like, I don't get that. I don't get it. Some you can do and it's fine, and some yeah, you can't. I if I do it, if I did Italian right now, it'd be fine. But then yeah. if I did Indian, there'd be. It's, it'd no, be it's basically saying anything you stereotype is the issue. Hello, welcome back to the Jack Made Happy Hour. What was that? Italian. That was Italian. <laughs> was it not? <laughs> no. All right, welcome back to Happy Hour. It's me, Jack, mate. Uh, <laughs> you sound miserable. <laughs> Stevie's here. Yep. Jordan's here. Um, we did a we did a podcast I think about a month or two ago now that was about conspiracies. It was, and it went down really well. A lot of people liked it. Um, yep. So what we thought we'd do, we'd kind of make it like a bit of a series where us three we get together at least once a month and we talk about kind of like not always conspiracies but like supernatural and things like that. So um, so we'll we'll be doing follow on episodes to the conspiracies because I think they always do well. But we've we've got our resident. Uh, sort of supernatural expert Jordan um, that's why I am this week to, to, um, to, to come in again equipped with many stories that we can dissect and Stevie and I will rate based on how likely we think that they are yes however Ooh. this episode is about ghosts in ghost stories yeah and things from the afterlife which I don't believe in I don't believe in so when we rate these it's going to be hard because I already think they're all going to be 0 out of 10 yeah right? which but, is fair but everything I've got here, allegedly, 
a, a, a rare true story. That's the thing because when people say they're ghost stories, they don't go, "Here's a fictional one for you." Yeah, uh, and, then, and, then, <laughs> and, then, and then make one up. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So all these ghost stories are as true as the person telling them once uh, yeah. implies. Oh yeah, in their mind, they, they, it happened 100%. Right. So I think we should lay down the ground rules now. Rather than ranking the story, let's rank how mental the person was who told the story. <laughs> yeah. No? No. <laughs> um, because I don't want it to seem like we're, we're going, they're mental, let's laugh at them. Do you know what I mean? Um, let's, let's, let's rate it from one to ten. On how ten spooky, being, creepy... Okay. What were you going to say? Because he's not happy with that. Uh, well, I was going to say on how how bullshit we think it is. So right. there, therefore, we're already deciding these are all going to be bullshit. But right. one is like, eh, that's, that's, that's quite bullshit. I can imagine someone making that. And ten is like, you are the silliest cunt. Not how creepy. I think it's kind of Jordan's thing. I think I think I, <laughs> ghost stories both. can be Do creepy. Both. But Sorry, I'm just looking at the mic covers. It seems to have my name on Stevie, but... Oh, <laughs> Jesus. It's actually also got mine. <laughs> and Alex. Ah, so it is means that? nothing. Shit. Right, no, Shit. Jordan, we'll go with, with your terrible idea. Of, uh... <laughs> you know what? I'm going to rate fucking both. <laughs> you know what? As I'm getting berated, I'm going to take the opportunity. Subscribe to Doody Rhino. It's an amazing YouTube channel. Um, Never heard of it. If you could get me to 20k, that'd be wonderful. Right, story one. Small hands and a piano. These yeah? are allegedly all true. Are we rating them on creepy or bullshit? Both. I thought we were going to do both. Let's do creepy. You want to do creepy? Mm. Go. Okay. Tiny hands, Elton John. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) I've never lived in a haunted house. But my mother did as a teen. Other houses on her street had strange things going on too. A few homes away from her lived a man and his family. One night, one of his daughters went to bed with a headache. The next day, she was dead. She'd passed away from an aneurysm. <laughs> there we yeah. go. Yeah, <laughs> story no, next done. One. Yeah, yeah. She became a ghost. No. <laughs> After the funeral, the family went away to get their minds off the tragedy, and the father asked my uncle, my mother's brother, to check on their pets. <laughs> just, to, just to find out what an uncle is there. <laughs> <laughs> Could have been the dad's brother. Could have been True. the dad's brother. My mum and dad... They were dating then. There's a lot of there's. A, I'm just trying to throw info in there. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. my mum and dad, who were you know, went with the uncle. So the mum, the dad, and the uncle went over to the house where the little girl died to check on the pets. Yeah, right. My mother had heard. Hang on. That, Sorry. So no one lives in this house anymore. Why no, are the they're, pets they're, still there? They're fucked off because they're traumatized. Why are the pets still there? Because they've just gone on holiday to get over the death of their daughter. Oh, so they're not moved out of the house? Nah, they're just, they're just. Who's looking after the pets when they're gone? So after the funeral, These people, after that's the, the point. right. I'll repeat the, I'll Sorry. repeat the par- paragraph. Yeah. After the funeral, the family went away to get their minds off the tragedy. Right. Aneurysm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so the mum, the dad, and the uncle go around there. The mum had heard that there was a grand piano, and that she wanted to play it. And my dad was studying to be a veterinarian. Can I just so say, when I, when, looking when, after the animals. when I was younger, I thought I genuinely thought a grand piano was because all pianos cost a grand. Carry on. <laughs> For fuck's sake. <laughs> oh, dear. After entering the house, my uncle and my father headed to the basement to see the animals, and my mother went to the piano on the ground floor. <laughs> Why are they leaving their animals in the basement? This, oh, their daughter had an aneurysm. Give them a fucking break. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, right. but I felt bad for them until I realised they're leaving the little animals in the basement. They might have a run down there. Did their daughter know. sleep in the basement as well? Possibly. It was probably like a hooked hammer. Do you know what I mean? It weren't an aneurysm. <laughs> it weren't an aneurysm. But anyway, right? We're not talking about the McCann case. <laughs> Joking! <laughs> but topical. Great dot. Well, not great dot. It's a shit. Watch episode one, then save yourself seven hours, right? Anyway, 
little girl aneurysm grand piano. She was playing it. So the mum's playing the grand piano while the dad and the uncle are down in the basement, right? When she felt something brush her ankles, she thought it was a cat must have left the basement and walked past her. So she kept playing and she felt it again. She looked under the piano and saw nothing. When she started again, she felt hands clasp her legs and grab them tightly. She dashed to the basement door, called for my uncle and my father and waited for them. When they all walked outside, my uncle could tell that my mother was rattled and asked what was wrong. She told him what had happened and he turned white. He told her that the daughter who died used to play a game with her father. When he'd play the piano, she'd crawl underneath, grab his ankles and push his feet up and down on the pedals. Right. <laughs> that's, that's, that's it. it. That's the end, Jack. Okay. Goes to the little girl playing with the feet. Oh, the, oh. this is going to be See, a it, slog. It, it confused me when you said that the, the dad turned white. I thought you were going to say he turned into the girl. No. <laughs> No, he was Michael Jackson the whole time. Uncle, are you even listening? No, I got it. I get it. I get it. So the the little girl's under there, grabbing the grabbing the thing. Yeah, the thing. Grabbing the ankles. Yeah, right. See, this is a common thing with with ghost stories. The the people come back and they do the little things that they used to do. Yeah, Yeah. but if I was a ghost, I would use that opportunity to do mental things. (laughs) I wouldn't just go. I wouldn't. If I was a ghost, yeah, I wouldn't come back and just start vlogging. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean? I mean, yeah. you'd get a lot of views. Yeah. Yeah. You'd just see like Zoella's calendar floating around, <laughs> stuff being thrown out of it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's at it again. <laughs> um, no, yeah. So, all right, it's a bit creepy. I think it's always there's always an uh, the creepy element is always sort of ramped up when it's about an animal or a kid. Yeah, because those things are creepy in movies. That's why you always see little girls like. 100%. Covered in blood and shit. Um, so we are talking about a little ghost girl grabbing ankles. What was she hoping to get out of that? What do you mean? It's just, it's just something she's Old habits, isn't it? Maybe I mean? let's Ankle consider fetish. the idea that rather than ghosts coming back and getting to do what they want, they're stuck in a loop of doing what they were mm, did whilst they were alive. Let's imagine that and that's why this is happening. How bullshit is this? Well, how creepy is that? I mean, if it sounds like a fun little game she used to play with her dad. Unless she doesn't know she's nice. dead because she just went to sleep. True. So she's woke up, seen someone playing the piano, had a little go on the ankles. <laughs> you said, she, she said, you said, imagine if it was just a fun little game she got to play. It sounds fucking irritating to me. If you're trying to p- play the piano and there's a little girl grabbing yeah. at your ankles, boof, yeah. there's your aneurysm. That's not a, ran- not yeah, a random little girl. No aneurysm, <laughs> no, head stamp. Yeah. That's what happened. Yeah, so I think that it wasn't Allegedly. an aneurysm. I know that's not what we, we're not... <laughs> you're changing the story completely. <laughs> I don't think it was an aneurysm. I think the dad had got a bit pissed off that she'd got a bit touchy-feely with her little hands, little grubby hands, who's booted her. Yeah. Oh, shit. Gone a bit too far. Yeah, bleed on the brain. There we go. Um, so, yeah, how creepy is how creepy is that? I mean, <laughs> if anything, it sounds kind of nice. Like it's a game she's, she played with her dad. Now yeah, she's playing she's, it with yeah, someone else. Yeah. Like a, a ghost of your dead daughter <laughs> grabbing your ankles. It's not that's that's not neighbor's it's, daughter. It's just neighbor. Like oh. someone irrelevant, really. But I don't know. I like to play piano, and when I play it, maybe maybe someone can play my ankles. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Oh, dangerously close to your work there. Uh, <laughs> I played piano for the Queen. <laughs> That's it. Um, how creepy do I find that? I'm trying to put myself in that situation. I'm late at night. I'm playing piano really well. <laughs> and, um, I've tried to teach him piano before and it was dreadful. Horrendous. I've got long fingers, so I should be good. I know, but you're not. 
<laughs> First time I've heard that. Uh, no, I'm going to give that a, a, a five. I'm gonna, I always a five think, on creepy. It's, it's nice to always start the first one with a five because then you can judge the other yeah, ones based off the back up. of that. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd, I'd probably give it a five as well because that would scare the shit out of me if I was sat there playing piano and suddenly. So that would scare the shit out of you and you're only giving it a five? Yeah, because if I looked down and there was nothing there, I'd be like, oh, there we go, carry on. But... Uh, <laughs> But then if you can still feel... Yeah, let's go to the next one. Okay. <laughs> right, five, five out of ten. Disagreeing with my own opinion. <laughs> five out of ten. The Haunted Ambulance. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Fucking hell, carry on. Yeah. So the ambulance company that I used to work for had a haunted ambulance, Rig 12. Hold on, can I quickly state an ambulance company is probably a hospital? Yeah. Quite possibly. But I don't know there was different brands. <laughs> well, it's probably like, for example, I mean, Booper. Uh, Rig 12. Uber, Uber ambulance. Oh, I need an ambulance. These black, these black ambulances cost too much these days. That's it. Get an Uber. Rig 12. That was the haunted ambulance. A lot of EMTs had stories about it, but I never put much stock in paranormal stuff. That is until I had my own experience with Rig 12. Oh, Rig 12. What do you yeah, think he was it. saying? I thought the person that had submitted it was Rick, 12. <laughs> <laughs> he's 12 years old, no. he's been forced to work for the That's ambulance it. company. Yeah. Sorry. Youngest paramedic. Right. My partner and I were working in a rural community at 3am and it was pitch dark and completely quiet. We were both dozing. I was in the driver's seat and she was in the passenger seat. I woke up to a muffled voice and I thought my partner was talking. I told her I was trying to sleep and closed my eyes. I distinctly heard a male voice say, Oh my God, am I dying? Followed by a few seconds of heavy breathing. My partner and I sat up straight and looked back into the patient compartment in the back of the ambulance where it sounded like the voice had come from. Things were quiet for a couple of seconds, then we heard the click of an oxygen bottle regulator and a hiss as if it was leaking. I turned on the lights, we ran out of the rig. I thought uh, someone on the side of the road might have climbed in while we were asleep, so we opened the rear doors. No one was there. I checked the oxygen bottles. Neither was opened. We didn't sleep much after that. Mm. I think as people who work in an ambulance, you probably shouldn't be sleeping. I now was, they do, uh, they do. My my, um, my ex was a is a paramedic, and they they like to have little stop off bits. Like they sleep, and then they get like. I thought you'd take shit. it in turns. I also yeah. think if you work for the paramedics and you hear someone go, "Oh my god, I'm dying," you sprint away. That's like the worst. <laughs> the yeah, worst. But, yeah. <laughs> not doing your but job, bro. Right? In, yeah. in an empty ambulance, right? Where where someone would have probably died saying exactly that. It's pretty creepy. I mean, paramedics see some fucked up shit. Yeah, I know a mate who fucked worked as a cleaner shit. for an ambulance and, and he found a foot in a bin. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, that, I found that, it bizarre that they actually just go, there's a foot we don't need anymore, bin. I thought yeah. there'd be a place. Put it put in ice, <laughs> sew it back on. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> imagine you just put it in like a little paper bin in the corner. Oof. Imagine collecting the bins on a Monday. They're so used yeah. to that, though. <laughs> yeah. There's a foot in here. Jesus, uh, creepy as fuck. Um, yeah, that's creepy. Uh, the creepiest thing I find about that, as somebody who doesn't believe in paranormal stuff, is the fact that somebody before they died has probably said, oh my God, am I dying? Yeah. That's creepy to me, because that's mm. within the realms of possibility. Yeah. Uh, what do you think, away from that a minute, what do you think, if you could choose your last words, <laughs> what do you oh, think it would no. be? I just want to say something really weird. I'd tell people what my job is. Yeah. Please. And then everyone else would die of boredom. <laughs> <laughs> what would be yours? Um, 
give the channel to Lozzy. Oh, no, <laughs> absolutely not. No, uh, Sub I the PewDiePie. Know. Yeah, no, I don't know. I'd just be like, oh, get me to a mill posthumously. <laughs> and then just like, pass away. Do you know what I mean? I'd say, I left the money in the... And then I'd just go... <laughs> <laughs> I always loved Zoella. <laughs> Leave it on or a positive. If, or if I've got a few kids, like... My favourite out of all of you was... Clearly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so obviously. Yeah. I always feel like you could never time exactly when you're going to die, though. So yeah. like when it happens in films, it's like, oh. Yeah. But in real life, you'd go, oh, my yeah. favourite was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Fuck <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> off. But then if you did say something like, I always loved Zoella, you could, that's just like a closed statement. So you could go, I always loved Zoella. And then you could go, a lot. <laughs> Until you finally yeah. fade out. <laughs> Still do. <laughs> Honestly, so much. I can't put do, you, words. do you just pretend to be dead until you die after that? You know. Yeah, I don't know. I've never been there. That's it. And let's, we will let's, all let's one hope, day be yeah. dead, though. Let's hope That's we're nice a little thought. way off. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, so can I just say, I had no idea before you said to me, you know, go away, do some research for the supernatural stuff. I had no idea that neither of you believed in ghosts at all. April Fools! I didn't realise <laughs> that this was... Well, it's now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shit at this. We are actually recording this on, on April Fools, so... Um, yeah. After 12 o'clock, though, so I'm the fool. So uh, so depending go. on um, when you listen to this, or when it came out, this is how sometimes this works. That's it's mad, it. isn't it? And Jack we're, has been cancelled. <laughs> yeah, I probably have. We're yeah. in the past. They found the body. Uh, <laughs> um, That's it. I reckon I could prob- they could probably find a... No, I'm not going to say that. I was going to say a body in my shed like a corpse and I could still not be cancelled I mean some YouTubers have done some dodgy stuff to then continue doing videos yeah I'll just take a selfie of it and go Logan done it uh, <laughs> <laughs> no uh, he didn't kill it <laughs> no well we don't know that um, allegedly we... uh, no he definitely did not um, we uh, how creepy is how creepy is that how creepy is oh, that I don't think that's Haunted as creepy as fashion. ambulance I think it's less creepy because yeah. I, I can't imagine myself in that scenario. But yeah. also, imagine, think of what actually probably happened, is that they've both been told how like, horrible this one ambulance is they happen to be working on it. They've fallen asleep. They've dreamt it. Both on. of them? Well, maybe one of them spoke it in their sleep, scared the shit out of the other one. Yeah. He fought it in maybe. his sleep. That's, that's very true. That's very maybe. true. I'm going to personally give that one a three. Oh, oh, three. Oh, there you go. I fingered three. <laughs> I, shut up. A three. 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 <laughs> Fair play. Right. Can I tell yeah. you one? Oh, And then you t- you can judge on my, behalf of me. Right, okay. right. This is one that happened. Because I, I think when you read these online, this is why you had a very hard job. Because you read these online, and uh, and this could be as fictional as anything you read online. Course, but, yeah. Do you know what I mean? You don't know who's behind them. Whereas if somebody you know is telling you one, uh, you think, oh, you're not, the, you're not an idiot. So, like, how, how are you believing? Even yeah, this, like, yeah. and then it gives it kind of some weight. I've got a mate called um, Jack Joy, who's um, an intelligent lad, like not the kind of person that you'd expect would be believe in. Like, I'm not saying that to, to believe in the afterlife, you have to be thick, right? Mm. But basically, like, my nan said she saw a ghost once, and she probably didn't have her glasses on, and it was late at night, so it was like, oh, all right, nan, do you know what I mean? Whereas yeah. Jack Joy said to me that he he was asleep in his bed. And he'd just he'd moved his bedroom around one day, um, spruce it up, and um, his girlfriend, uh, he woke up in the morning, his girlfriend woke up, woke him up, and she was crying. And he was like, what are you crying for? And this is more like a poltergeist story than a ghost story. And she said, oh, I, um, she, she was like shaking, she was like 
fucking terrified and she said I saw a figure like vertically over you when you were sleeping and Jack was like what the fuck like tell me about it and she said it was like a fit a black figure in this room right floating just above him and she was laid next to him so it's mad that someone would just say this right and she, she said that she, she she looked she got up and it was still there and it it's it was its head was twitching like a dog so it had like a dog head and it was looking down at Jack and it was like twitching and sniffling she was like what the fuck and then it went and it just like evaporated and Jack and he swears by this and I'm, I swear to god this is exactly how he told it to me he said she told him that story and he fucking freaked out because his ex girlfriend said exactly the oh, same thing that's rancid that is rank and he, he swears down disgusting. by it and as I say he's not the kind of person that you would expect would just no. bullshit and that another element disgusting. to that story is he tried to think he then got in contact with his ex who said the story because when it was first told he kind of brushed course, it away so course. when he asked the second one he was like I really hope this isn't the same thing and um and the the girl, the first girl, told the story, and she said, "Yeah, remember we just moved your room around that day." Oh my! And God. he was like, "What the fuck?" Like that's exactly what's happening. Same circumstances. Time. Yeah, so it, it's very bizarre. Like obviously, the plausible. If you are going to try and find some plausible explanations in that, you could say that the way in which the room has been moved might cause light to come into the bedroom a bit oh, differently. I just think if you, I, I don't know what to believe, but I think when you say, say stuff like that, I think you're really reaching yeah. for logic. Yeah, because in really these situations, reaching. there is no logic there. Because then so. that, that also would it would imply that he moved his bedroom around with his ex to the exact same setup that he moved his bedroom around to yeah. the next girlfriend. There is only so much the, you can do with a room, though. There is, you know, four Well, unless you, I don't know, you're in like Pentagon or something. But yeah, four walls, there's not much you can do. But... Yes, yeah, stuff like that. Not to um, the fuck out of me. Like I would, I would, I'd give that an eight. Yeah, like, yeah I was about right. to say not as, to as shit soon, on all your research. As soon as, as soon as you said, like the other ex said mm. this, the the ex had said the same. That's when it's just like that yeah. is disgusting. It's almost like a second opinion, would, isn't it? Like, it if that was, weight. if I was him, yeah, that would fuck me up. He said he, I would be he like, couldn't sleep for a long time rancid. after that. That is disgusting. Yeah. Have you ever had sleep paralysis? Yeah, that's what I thought it was going to be at first. When you said like she saw that, I thought she was just in a state of sleep paralysis. Sleep paralysis is one of the fucking most mental things ever. It's horrific. Mate. Yeah, sleep like... It was one of those things that I was like, "Ah, shut the fuck up, until it happened. And it was absolutely disgusting. I, I had to look into it afterwards. Like The thing is, like... Sleep paralysis is like a legitimate, like it's on the, the reason, the way I legitimize it is it's on the NHS website. Yeah. You can actually look at, obviously this is complete. And when I had it, I was literally laying in bed and it's it's like between, it's, it, apparently it's between sleep and being awake, but your muscle, because your muscles relax when you go to sleep. You, although part of your brain is awake, your muscles still act like you're asleep, so you can't move. And I just remember I freaked the fuck out that I went to call for my mum because I was just like, you know, and I, I went to like shout, mum, but it was literally like this. Yeah. Nothing came out. Yeah. And it was literally for like two minutes. It was fucking disgusting. I, hate I like, that. couldn't hurt. Uh, it was absolutely rank. When did that happen? This was probably like a year and a half ago. Yeah. Did you see anything? Disgusting. Uh, no, I don't think I did because I think I was freaking out that fucking much. I couldn't talk or move. I was like, but I know that a lot of people do say like they do see things. Yeah, I saw something. Did you see something? No, I've not had it. I just kind of understand the brain side of it. It's It's just disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. I saw um, a figure at my door. Bear in mind, my door was closed, but Mm. I saw it open. 
which mm. is weird because it can play tricks, yes, can't it? I saw it open with a big light coming through. Like my, this was when I was at my mum's house, and I had been drinking that night. And I, on the NHS website, it gives you a list of things yeah. that can, and it, and it was like teenager because your hormones. Um, if you've done extreme exercise, and I think I've been to the gym, and if you drink, so it's like all those boxes seem to tick the next day, which made it easier to sort of deal with. But I saw a long, tall, not like a slender man because it was bulkier, but like a man mm. with like hair all down the front of like his head, across his head, all d- down. Don't mean like fur, the hair coming out of the top of the head, yeah. hanging down, yeah. like as you'd like imagine. The brunch. Yeah, 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 pretty much. Yeah, like you'd imagine a woman's head or a man with long hair. But at the, at the front, not the back. That shit me up a little bit. But after a while, you kind of just sort of wake up, don't you? Yeah, you like, do. Yeah, it's weird. You just come come out of it. It's really bizarre. I think the thing with sleep paralysis is that out. when it first kind of was known as a thing, I think word of mouth made it worse. Yeah. So course. obviously, yours, for instance, you didn't see a figure. No. But because someone has told someone else that they've seen a figure, yeah. your brain's going to play tricks on you. Yeah. So so many people do it that yeah. it, that's in their brain now. Yeah. They start 100%. to get it the first thing yeah. they see. But also, creepy. also, I think because your brain is half and half, so you are still in a form of dream state. Mm. So, yeah. so that's so why also why you anything see can things. happen. Yeah, so are you now saying that because I've said that story, Jordan could now see a figure next time? Oh fuck. Yeah, possibly. Jordan, right. I'm going to try and make it a bit better for you. It, it, one of my sleep paralysis i saw a million subscriber plaque oh, at my door. Mate. <laughs> bring it happened. on man. <laughs> yeah. but it was actually there i woke up and it was still there it was real yes. uh. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i'll give jack's story oh, there i'll yeah. give that a nice yeah i'd give it a seven eight yeah well yeah. You, you have to stick on one 7.5 no Ooh. no decimals oh, I'll give it an 8 I'll round thank it you, up thank you yeah, thank 8 you. as well sorry thank all you. your research means nothing now no 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 that. no. because these stories I take a lot of pleasure in dissecting these I didn't want you to come in and there was no I way wish you... no but I wish I had my own one but I genuinely don't unfortunately have I, my own. well yeah. I say unfortunately I guess yeah. I'm glad I haven't had a, a run in with a ghost but yeah. Um, but yeah I can't say I've actually had one myself when I was younger, I, I thought I saw a ghost um, and there was me and my friend Jay at the time and where my mum lived, around the back of our house and from my bedroom window, you could see, you know, like the local council? Yeah. Like that. Um, th- we lived behind that. So you, there was a car park and you could see it out of my window. I don't know if you ever came in there and you could, do you remember it? Which one? Your old house? My mum's house. Yeah, yeah. And you could see the council car park. Yeah. yeah. And I remember I walked in there and, and for some reason, this was around the time in my life when... I was only a kid. I started believing in orbs and mm. stuff, which was weird. And we walked, me and my friend Jay walked around this council and we was walking through the car park. And at the bottom of the car park was a weird sort of overgrown woodland bit. But it was tiny. It was really quite small for a, for a woods. But it was that. And uh, we walked in. We walked into the car park and I was like, what's that in the woods? And we pointed. And it was in the daytime, so it's still quite well lit. But there was just, if you imagine like like a big imagine like a man in a, in a in a white sheet dressed as a ghost like that but it was black the sheet was black and so it was like a big mound like that right and then we were like what the hell's that and it was too big to be like a, like a sheet over something or like over like a rock or something and then we was like what's that and as we looked it just went and fell to the ground and we was like, what the hell's that? And then we ran back. He lived the other side of the council, so we both overlooked that. We ran into his house. Um, we, we were shit scared. And we, and we looked in, and then um, a junkie came out. Oh. So it was literally a junkie had been sat 
and I could I'm only calling him a junkie because the way he was walking like a zombie and you can kind of tell when someone's yeah. smackhead. Um I think he was sat under the sheet probably doing some drugs yeah. and then he's fell back but quickly <laughs> yeah. so the sheet's just gone down yeah. like, that's yeah. my only like but whether whether or not that's what he done it wasn't a ghost it was a smackhead. Uh, <laughs> how creepy is that? <laughs> that's but, a one. But imagine if you'd never seen him come, come back out. out then you'd have been like oh, I saw a fucking ghost yeah Jesus exactly yeah. and I think because I don't believe in ghosts it was actually scary when I knew it was a junkie my, my, <laughs> my, 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 there was an alleyway from the back of, sorry to just keep going on but there was um, in our back garden there was an alleyway then the car park you couldn't get to the car park from the alleyway the alleyway was specific for our row of houses this is a junkie story. This is not a ghost story, by the way. <laughs> um, and uh, my mum was gardening. This was after I saw that. And um, she was gardening and, and we had a gate that would open and she'd often leave it a bit ajar. Um, and she saw a foot and she was like, what the fuck? So she went out and there was just like a man laid there with a needle in his arm. Oh, man. And I, that petrified me as a kid because I thought, fuck, like, that, like, that's scary. Them people, them kind of people. Although, as a kid, you don't realise they want to keep themselves to themselves. And that's mm. why they go to these reserved parts. Like, I thought, oh, he's, he's a bad person. He's here to get me. And, uh... I don't think I think this is like your story um, before on the conspiracies one where your brain pieces two things together and yeah. make it something it's not yeah I'm pretty sure I wasn't having this dream but my brain instantly injected this dream into my uh, into my mind I was I kept thinking about that story often and I, I refused to go out of the alleyway I was in bed one night and I must have been a right little kid because I had a Darth Maul figure on my shelf and it fell one night of wind or whatever and it hit me on the head and I would instantly imagined this whole story which seemed like a second it took me to think of this where the heroin addict had thrown the needle over the over the uh, garden and it had hit me and obviously really? like given me AIDS or something. <laughs> As a kid I probably didn't think AIDS. I probably thought yeah. shit I'm going to die. Yeah, yeah something like that. But um, yeah that, that was that was weird. Yeah. Okay, let's have um, another story, Jordan. And then after that, we'll, we'll go for a little break. But I'm, I'm ready for one more. Okay. Well, let's go for something in the attic. Oh. Yeah. And this, it literally starts as it seems so cliche to start by saying, I don't believe in ghosts. But, however, that's where I'm coming from. A few years ago, I moved into a one bedroom apartment in Melbourne, Australia. It was my first time living on my own. The apartment block had been built in the 1930s. I'd been there for a few months when I came home from work one day and went into the bathroom. I saw something strange. The wooden board covering a hole in the ceiling that led to the small attic space lay broken in two places on the ground. I examined the broken pieces. The board was an inch thick and it would have taken a Bruce Lee kick to break it. I thought the landlord had sent someone to work on the attic but I was still frozen stiff with fear. I thought someone is up there for sure, whether it is the person that the landlord sent or not. I emailed pictures to the landlord asking if anyone had been there with an undertone of annoyance since she hadn't warned me. Her reply read, please call me as soon as you're able to. I called and she explained that her last two tenants had said the same thing happened. She promised to replace the board and she did. A month later, I woke up one night around 4am I had so many goosebumps it felt like someone was rubbing his or her hands on me everything was silent but then I heard this sound coming from above my head it was a dragging sound like someone pulling a sack of potatoes I was frozen stiff in f with fear once again I thought someone is definitely up in the attic 
There is no way an animal could make a sound like that, and after five minutes, I managed to work up the courage to turn on the lights and walk to the bathroom. I was armed with a cricket bat. When I looked, I saw that the new board covering the hole was broken in two again. I felt sick. The dragon sound had stopped, but I heard something else, whispering. The sound was clear and coming from the attic. It sounded like children's voices, and I could hear one sentence repeated over and over. Oh, it's off. your turn. It's your turn. Not buying it? I'm scared. Oh, you're scared? Yeah. Good. <laughs> Good. That's just Robbie Knox living in the attic. Yeah. Yeah. Potatoes. Dragging his potatoes around. I switched on every light in the apartment to make things feel normal. It was 5am and dark outside. I watched TV to try and unwind, then a fuse blew. My pet budgie, Dexter, whom I kept in the kitchen, usually never made a sound at night, but he started squawking like he had been strangled. I'd never heard him make those sort of noises, and he was screaming. I grabbed my car keys, ran out and sat in my car and waited until the sun came up. When I saw some people walking their dogs, this comforted me enough to go back in. The front door was open, but I thought I hadn't closed it when I'd run out. I went to the kitchen to check on Dexter and he wasn't in his cage, so I instantly felt sick again. All my windows were closed, so I looked everywhere inside. When I walked into the bathroom, I heard splashing. Dexter was half-drowned in the toilet. I took him out, washed him and dried him. I was so confused. At 8am, I called the landlord and gave her a watered-down version of that night. Uh, and she replied, oh, wow, you heard the whispering too. I stayed in that apartment for another 18 months. I heard whispering on occasions and twice the board covering the hole in the ceiling moved. Although I live, live elsewhere, the landlord recently called me and said that the new tenants had begged to speak to me about some stuff that's been going on in that apartment. Forget it. It's their problem now. Lovely person. Yeah, that I'd one, be the same. That one did, did spook me out. Yeah, a bit. I, I, yeah. My issue is just this is just someone behind a keyboard going. Sounds like a good story. Yeah, it's but like you need. To, I, think, I think. I think with this, you need that. to remove that. Yeah. Otherwise, they're hard. all going to be that way. If in some ways we're kind of rating these as fictional writers, how oh, well you? How, yeah. yeah. How well <laughs> you think? Great they are. Story. Yeah, you think so little of Reddit. um i think there's a few questions i've got um why if you're that scared because i'd be petrified if that was why stay there for 18 months yeah why stay there for 18 months and also why give your landlord a watered down version if you're given the full version to fucking reddit then the one person you're going to be telling every fucking (laughs) detail to is the landlord said i'm out i'm not staying here (laughs) yeah yeah Budgie got a bit wet, scared. <laughs> Sad face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But this, that story, same with your one. The thing that fucked me up Other was people. Exactly. Repeat, repeat. Two previous tenants have said the same thing. It kind of adds weight when more than one rank. person says it. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. it's happening again. Because you could get somebody who's not all there yeah. mentally like, yeah, come up right. with that story. You go, all right, mate. And then and the, the fact that a few people then. have said it. Um, yeah. That's not a nice story. Mm. Um, I'm going to give that one an eight. Yeah, yeah, did get you. Yeah, I think you were a little bit. Mm, yeah, six, six. Yeah. Okay, I don't know if these stories are going to get progressively worse because I'm getting a little bit more spooked out as you tell each one. It's funny you should say that because I was saying to you two before this podcast. Um, as I was writing them, like it was night time. I was in my kitchen. The double doors, like obviously back door, seemed to be just glass pane, so I could literally see into like my black. Dark, Abyss. yeah, and and the more that I researched this, the more I was just like, this is eerie as fuck. I was like looking up out into the dark back garden and mm. shit, and I was sort of like, 
looking over my and then the the, the fucking washing machine was going right oh. and then it stopped and I was right and then she went I did it, I did it. I was like, Jesus, fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. So it does put yeah. you into an eerie kind of mindset. It's yeah. rank. And then a little budgie come out of the sink. Oh, mate, that's it. I was like, <laughs> he didn't even have a budgie. <laughs> that's it. Was the budgie called Dexter? It's called Dexter. Oh, yeah. right, fair. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a spooky one. Um, still don't necessarily believe it, mm. um, but but yeah, that is spooky. So an eight from me, a six from Stevie. I think we'll land in the middle and give that a seven yeah. overall. Yeah. Um, when we come back, Jordan's got a few more stories for us. I've got one that's a bit closer to home. Oh, yeah, Norwich. Oh, look forward yeah. to that. Um, see you in a second. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. And welcome back to the happy hour. And we are still here with Jack. And <laughs> Look how creepy wait, that is. Wait, oh. wait. Sorry to the audio listeners. This is going to be lost on you. But basically what I'm doing is, <laughs> is I'm, I'm just having a quick vape because I want to make it look eerie. So Stevie, let's pretend that didn't happen. Okay. <laughs> and welcome back to the happy hour. I'm still here with Jack and Doody Rhino. <laughs> so close. Oh. And we're telling ghost stories. Yeah. Also, Laura, who will be editing this, um, I do apologise. I, I wasn't really vaping. I was just making the noise. <laughs> right, okay. okay. So, um, yeah, we, we've had a we've had a story that got a five, but a story that got a three. My story got an eight. That one got a seven. Although, for me, because I'd already heard the, do- the twitchy dog story, I'd, I'm not that spooked by anymore. So that's the spookiest thing I've heard. Jordan, Doody Rhino, can you please yes. give us some more? Certainly can. <clears throat> so I thought I'd bring it a little bit too close to home. Oh. Although, obviously I've been on some nights out with you. Yeah. I know that you don't drink in this location. So I think you're going to be fine. Right. Tombland in Norwich. I mean, you don't need to drink there. We go there. Like, that's, a, that's just an area. Through, just walk through oh, Prezos. I, I, you know, yeah, I've been to Prezo there. That's, I wouldn't go there anymore. I was there mate. the other night. I was on spot having the curry in Spice Lounge. Did you see the lady in grey? You're going to be talking to me about the bag lady. You seen the bag lady? Oh, the old mental lady. Yeah. I was going to need to stop calling people mental. That's what but I was she kind of was. Yeah, she, she's a she's a she's a loon. Um, but I don't think this is the same thing. But it could it's, be. Well, it could be Before, if she was around in the plague. Uh, she's quite old but I'm <laughs> not she sure about she... 250 years yeah, old yeah I'm not sure she was around in the 1800s I'm really glad I already know what he's actually going to talk about and I'm really glad I do because I'm coming back to Norwich for a couple of weeks Yeah, and I want to enjoy my time whilst I'm there should we do a yeah. ghost tour when we're there no okay <laughs> I can see me one night now 
being smashed. Yeah. I want to go see the fucking lady in grey. <laughs> so we're going waterfront. No, oh, fuck We're going on a ghost hunt. Yeah. I want to go see if the slag's real. <laughs> <laughs> to, to be fair, most of the people you do see in the waterfront are scary looking. Yeah, yeah 100%. 100%. <laughs> fucking Christ, man. But yeah, so shall we just crack on with the lady in grey, mm. Tombland Norwich, right? So slap bang in the middle of Tombland sits Augustine Steward House, the place that Lord Sheffield stayed in just before, just before his battle, which he lost. Um, and because of the plague in, I said 250 because I thought it was 18. It's actually 1578. Is so it? the bag lady would have to be fucking old. I thought it was 1800s as well. So because of the plague in 1578, which spread over Norwich, the inhabitants of Augustine Stewart House also succumbed to the plague. The house was, it, whether this ghost thing is real or not, the the first bit is just tragic, right? So the, the house was sealed up by bailiffs, this Augustine Stewart house, because it had succumbed to the plague, right? Uh, when it was believed that everyone inside had died. Unfortunately, they were devastatingly hasty in doing so. Around five to six weeks later, the bailiffs returned to remove the bodies from the house, as was standard procedure at the time. But as they started removing parents' bo- the parents' bodies from the house... They noticed some odd marks on the mother and the father's legs. Taking a closer look, they realised that they were actually teeth marks and that chunks of flesh had been bitten away from the parents' legs. Marks made by rats, you might assume, but no, they actually turned out to be human teeth marks. Right? What happened soon become clear when they removed one of the daughter's bodies as in her mouth and throat they found dead human flesh and it dawned on them that in sealing up the house they had also sealed this poor girl inside a plague-ridden house with the dead bodies of her family she seemed to have tried to survive by cannibalizing her family members what other choice would you have if you were trapped in the, in a house without food or drink for weeks uh, before evidently choking on their flesh Right. Pretty grim. Ever since this awful occurrence, uh, and, and the, uh, the also other awful thing is that no one actually knows how many times this might have actually happened to other other houses and stuff. They might have just like, oh, okay, let's fucking seal that up, and there's actually people alive inside. Uh, there, were, there have been numerous sightings of this young girl who haunts Augustine Stewart House and Tombland Alley. This alley connects the house with St. George's Church. She's always said to be wearing shabby grey-coloured clothes, which were old-fashioned, and this has given her the name The Lady in Grey. Augustine Stewart House has had various inhabitants and uses over the years, and many have reported seeing or feeling her presence. She seems to enjoy moving things around at night and opening and closing doors at inopportune moments, as well as walking up and down Tombland Alley, giving anyone who sees her quite a fright. Her presence has even been confirmed by a vicar, Reverend John Minns of St. George's Church, confirming that he's seen the young, a young woman dressed in grey enter the church through the main doors, walk through the church and straight through the doors leading to Tombland Alley, doors which had been sealed for years and which, needless to say, she didn't open before passing right through. The Lady in Grey has also been spotted next door at Samson and Hercules' yeah. house, when it used to be a nightclub called Ritzy's. That's the one that's like turned into Cochahina now, and it had the lobs, 
It, I, the lobster things. Yeah. And they're painted them red and everyone kicked off. Yeah. What, Where yeah. is this in, in... When I think of Tombland, I just think of Bond. No, this Where's is the roundabout. The roundabout oh, where the okay. hotel is, Maytead yeah. Hotel. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, so we're here. Right, okay. Um, so, you so see, yeah, this she, she, she was spotted at this nightclub, Ritzy's. This bit did make me giggle. Uh, she was seen at a private party there by a DJ, <laughs> yeah, who saw her leaving the women's toilets... And noticed that far from drunkenly stumbling around, she actually appeared to be... Actually, no, this was quite rank. I forgot about this bit. Um, Far from drunkenly stumbling around, she actually appeared to be floating along the corridor above the carpet. He also noticed that she had no feet. But it's just a floating bit. And can I just just shoehorn in a story from my cousin? I won't say on air which cousin it was. But he met this... He he, he matched with this chick on Tinder. And he he said to me, he's like, Geordie, I've never been so fucking scared in my life. Right? I brought her back to my house. Yeah, I walked up the stairs ahead of her, right? And it, basically, he turned around. She was coming up the stairs, but the way that she walked, it was just like she was just floating up the stairs. And he was like, I banged her, but I was <laughs> I was scared. Like I was so I was so afraid because it it genuinely just looked like she was just gliding up the stairs. Whoa. Like anyway, that's lady crazy. in grey. But yeah, but yeah, that's that's it. So basically, there's a couple of sightings. I think the vicar is, the vicar is quite a poignant sighting. Um, and and yeah, I just thought I'd bring it home. Just to add to it a little bit, the oh, reason I knew my... about this story was because my nan told me it a few Ooh. years ago, and she said that when they were kids, they used to play around the area, and they all had like seen her. So like, Ooh. they just never went back after that. Really? Mm. Nah. So I knew about it already. I've, I've been nan. for a piss up that alleyway. Yeah, well, did you get any? Did you get help in hand? No, did I got a bite on an ankle. Oh, <laughs> that's it. That's it. Um, I think the that's... two sightings can be rubbished by the fact that the DJ was probably on something. Yes. So I mean, like most DJs in clubs that are that are presumably getting on it have seen people floating because they're probably floating. Yeah. Um, the vicar, he believes in Jesus. I was, I was going to say <laughs> yeah. he does know about things that aren't real. Yeah, so. yeah. He, he he's a godly man, so I'm I'm sort of keen not to believe him. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it is a scary story. It's a creepy story. Um, I and- think ignoring the ghost is quite a grim story. Like being trapped oh, yeah, in a lot. Yeah, without, with, even without question, the ghost thing. Was this kid, like, just, could she not be killed by the plague? Cause she yeah, it up... didn't affect everyone, did it, I don't think. Yeah, but if she's surrounded by yeah, it, you're you there, you're breathing so. it in constantly. She went to eat it. She was eating the plague. Maybe that's what killed her. She 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 was so ill. She was like nibbling the foot and then she died and people thought, ah, she's choked on that. But really, she, she just... was already dying. Yeah, she was. grim. Last, not nice though, is last it? Last meal. A tragedy, uh, nonetheless. Uh, I think it's. I think a lot of things that happened in yay old day days or whatever they call they say um, are a lot creepier because mm. there was a lot more. It wasn't everything wasn't as black and white back then. Like yeah. it's it like you can't do this, you can't do this, you can't do that. Um, like now, if you're going to board up a house, there's going to be thorough checks mm. and everyone like PC and all stuff like that, like um, health and safety, yada yada yada. Back then, they'd probably just gone, yeah, go on, just, 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 oh, quick, before the bell ringer comes, yeah. like, all that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. So I think that's plausible that they were locked in. I think it's creepy. I think, I also know that they do paid ghost walks around Norwich. Of course. So that could help just sell yeah. tickets to that. Um, so I'm going to yeah. go for, I'm going to go for a seven. Mm-hmm. I think I'll go five, but I already knew the story, so I think that takes away from it a little bit, annoyingly. So shall we go six? Yeah, we'll go six. We'll go six. In the middle, I guess. Decent, decent. It, it is eerie. Like when you're telling me these it for is. the first time, they are eerie. It is rank. Yeah, I've just thought of one real quick that's very similar to your budgie story. There was a where was a woman 
my mate Tom Norris told me this actually. He, I can't remember if he said he knew someone that told him or he read it online, but it's quite similar to the Euratic story. But there was a woman, she lived in a house and um, her brother li- just moved in down the road and he would like often let himself in when she's not there, just like in, in case he was passing or whatever, look at the dog, whatever. Uh, yeah, she had a little yappy dog and she said that um, she kept noticing her food was going missing and she was like, she just put it down to him. And then one day, um, she thought the brother had taken something she wanted. So she called him up and was like, "Why do you keep taking my stuff?" And he was like, "I don't." She was like, "What? You don't even like, you don't come come like in the house?" He was like, "I don't. If you're not there, I won't come in." So she was like, "Oh, like things have been like drastically moved around." I swear to God, I just thought that was you, and that was fine. And then um, he was like, "Nah, nah." And then so she was like, "Right, I'm gonna keep an eye on this." And she went out one day, come back. The food that she had, a, she had a sandwich or whatever in the fridge. It was gone, and she had, and I, and this is where the story has holes in it because I can't quite remember what had happened. So you might have to piece this together. But she, the um, the bathroom was flooded, and weirdly, the little dog was in the sink, right? Yeah. So, but the water wasn't coming from the sink. The water was coming from the bath. Yeah. So she had opened it. Notice the bath had flooded. The dog was in the sink. Now, this is why I th- it is bullshit and it's easy to, to pick holes in this. They later found out that when she'd moved into that house, there'd been a man living in the attic. that like, had oh, been living there, up there the whole time. Like, That's rank, yeah, to, yeah, to get f- to get a free place. So whenever she'd go out, he'd go down and have a shower and, yeah. and, um, and get some food. And this is part of the story that just makes it really unbelievable. But apparently... He he was actually like a normal guy, not a normal guy, probably just like a ho- homeless guy in a way. But he, um, she had left the bath running. Mm. He didn't know what to do, so, oh. he, so he'd just put the dog in the sink to sa- save the dog. <laughs> but you would just turn the bath off, wouldn't you? Uh, I guess if he's yeah. trying not to let someone know he's there. But... Yeah, good point. If you're trying not to let someone know you're there, you, you'd let it run. But yeah. you wouldn't put the dog in the sink. No, yeah. Because <laughs> you go, Just get out of the bathroom. And, yeah. and, and also, why would you care about turning the bath off, but you wouldn't give a fuck about eating a sandwich that's been put in the fridge? What do you mean? Well, if he thinks if I turn that bath off, she's going to know I'm here. What about eating the fucking sandwich she made an hour ago? Yeah, true. everything else know. going missing yeah. and moving around. Yeah, yeah. true. Yeah. I think it was a meal deal one, so she didn't oh, make it. Fair, but. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's just another... You ain't got to rate that one. No. no. I, I had a moment that I thought was a possible ghost story. Yeah. And I, honestly, I was so scared this day. So I was, when I was at uni, I went back to Norwich to visit my family. And I stayed at my mum's and... My mum and her husband, my stepdad, went to work uh, one day and I was the only person in the house. And I had a shower and when I came out of the bathroom, the whole kitchen, um, mum had like these little flower ornaments and as soon as I walked out of the bathroom, one was just in front of the bathroom door. I was like, what the fuck has happened here? Um, I then walk into the kitchen and then the kitchen door to get back upstairs has been blocked off as well with like other like ornaments from around the house. This made me feel sick. So I literally just stand in the kitchen and I'm like, no one's here. I know no one's here. I know they've gone to work. And um, I text my mum and she's like, no, none of us are in the house. And I literally was just there for ages and she was like, are you all right? And I was like, yeah, but I, I just don't get what's going on. I didn't think it was a ghost really. I must, I, in my mind, I was like, someone's in the house. I think my thought process straight away was someone has come in to possibly burgle the house and they've heard that I'm in the shower. So just in case 
they don't know who I am. So just in case I come out to chase them, they've blocked my path so that I can't get to them and they can get out the front door. Because right. there's no way out other than through the kitchen. Mm. So I was like, what the fuck? And then I'm like, mum, like, I just don't know what to do. What if he's still in the house and he's just gone quiet because he's heard me come out of the bathroom? Like, what am I doing? I just grabbed like a knife from the kitchen and just stood there. And then my mum texts me, goes, it was, it was just Carl. It was your stepdad. And I was like, what? So I was like, you just said he's at work. And he's like, yeah, he forgot something. So he came back in, heard you in the shower, thought it'd be funny. Oh, oh what a And bastard. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and when he got home and he was just bursting out laughing at me. He's not the type of person to do that kind of thing really? either. Like he's quite like just mellow and doesn't really say much either. So to do that, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like that shat me up so much. That's quite spooky, that. Mm. Yeah, I rate that. What do you rate it? Well, I know it's him now, so, so <laughs> <Yeah>. one. <laughs> How creepy do you think my stepdad is? If, if you hadn't told me that and there was just little like ornaments everywhere, then yeah, it'd be well fucking creepy, yeah. but it isn't. Um, that is ranked. Yeah, next one, Jordan. The next one is The Boy With No Eyes. Oh, fuck off, mate. I'm starting <laughs> to feel sick now. I'll say oh, like, see, I'll... You're, you're so hard to read sometimes. Am I? Oh, fuck oh, off. You can't tell if he's, yeah. Bullshit, no eyes, go fuck yourself. A weird oh. thing from like not believing in this kind of stuff, it's still creepy as shit, like just hearing about it, just as a, because it is well, like yeah, fictional writing. Yeah, it's yeah, a story. It, it's, it's like even, even like watching a horror film like you know you, you know it's not real I hope you hope it's not real but it's still fucking I mean scary. I've met a few people without eyes so I can you wouldn't I'm want like, to meet I'm this looking forward kid. to this well we'll, <laughs> see. we'll see if you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat then that wasn't a road trip it was just a really long drive at participating McDonald's this episode is brought to you by Smart Food Popcorn. Some decisions aren't the best, like skipping ahead in your favorite podcast. Think of all the banter you'll miss, the lore in the making. Luckily, Smart Food Popcorn is a no-brainer. Deliciously tasty and available in a variety of fun flavors. It's a smart decision every time. Smart Food. Add smart. To learn more, visit smartfood.com. So... Oh, it's always when they're kids as well. I was I was like laughing and joking about this at the start, going, "Yeah, bullshit." And I know it is still bullshit, but I'm creeped out, man. At it least you're happens. getting a lift home. I've got a, hey. a late late at night. I'm gonna have to get a tube on my own, and it's gonna be like 10 p.m. by this. There'll point. be other people on the tube. Well, okay. Then I gotta get a train. You'll leave after this. But then I gotta get a train. There's not gonna be many people. Then you're I'm leave, going. You're leaving after this. I'm going into Bridgewater. <laughs> I'm due to arrive in Bridgewater from the train. I said I'll get it at half midnight, and then I got a half an hour walk. On my own. Just don't go to pets. Pets at home. See a budgie. Shit <laughs> don't find anyone mate. without any eyes. Ooh. Don't play piano. That's going to be the main thing. Yeah, but yeah, oh, mate. Let's crack on with it. This is. But is this the worst one in your no, opinion? No, I th- see the 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 worst one is the last one, but it's oh. so long. Right. So I don't know if we'll even get to it. But anyway, one night when I was ten. Actually, I'm going to say it more clearly. One night when I was ten. I was woken up by my bedroom door opening, followed by someone sitting on my bed. I'm out. At that yeah. point, I'm like, Mum, we're moving. Yeah. Because I'm not doing it. There's yeah. a pedo on my bed. Sorry, yeah. sorry, hang on. Sorry, I don't know if I zoned out. but So he's walked in his room or he's woken up. No, so he's one night, 10, woken up. Woken up. Yeah. Right, yeah. Bedroom door opens. Yeah. Something's sitting at the end of his bed. Oh, so he's in bed. Fuck that. Yeah. yeah. Fuck that. I felt my leg grazed. I'm sure you're going to love that, Jack. And the bed sink under a person's weight. 
thinking it was my mum, I opened my eyes to see an eyeless boy. He had black empty sockets about my age sitting at the foot of my bed. He extended his hand and in it was a little box. <laughs> just for the audio listeners, Jack is now sat in the corner. <laughs> He just had to shit himself. Because I, I, did, I didn't know that I'd moved the curtain. And I looked just expecting to see a curtain, but I just see an empty studio. And I see a, um, a computer, a black computer chair, like just there. So I thought it was someone looking at me. So, I, oh. That's your mess. He's out. Oh, yeah. wow. Fuck's wow, sake. Wow, that Sorry. is incredible. Right, let's talk about the eyeless boy. Right. For fuck's sake. So the kid's at the end of the bed, right? He, ha- he extends out his hand and in it is a little box I was startled but I reached out and he then pulled back I reached again and said give it then I bear in mind this kid is 10 so um, then I blinked and when I reopened my eyes he was gone but the imprint of someone sitting on my bed was still present fast forward five years my girlfriend came over to do homework first of all baller 15 years yeah. old got bird round Go love on, it son. Right? On. after she finished she took a nap while she waited Finish for her well, that's it that's it after she finished she took a nap while she waited for her parents when they arrived I tried waking her up she opened her eyes suddenly looking up at the corner where the wall met the ceiling she pointed there and went back to sleep I shook her again, and then she came f- to full consciousness. And I and and I explained what she'd done. So she'd like woken up, pointed, then gone back to sleep. Woke her up again. What the fuck? What you just did something weird? Mm. She said, "Up on the wall, I saw a little boy with no eyes. He was there in a Spider-Man-like pose, staring at me. I freaked out and told her my story about the same kid. Fast forward another five years." I was with the same girlfriend and we had a two-year-old. We were living in my parents' house in my old room. My daughter started waking up at the same time every night and she'd talk. After a while, I noticed she had almost the same conversation every night. I playfully asked her once whom she was talking to. She said it's a little boy. He's nice. He's lost and looking for his mummy. My daughter's nightly conversations continued until we got out, until we got our own place later that year. Boom. I ate it. He's seen it. The girlfriend's seen it. The daughter's talking to it. It's a smart two-year-old. Yeah, two-year-old that can speak. Like that, that. Is, that, is, that is smart. I'm, I'm hating every minute of this now. I've yeah. got the heebie-jeebies. I think the age of the kids knocked the story out for me. Did it? As soon as I went, oh, it's two, having a conversation like that. Oh, yeah, it's just a really nice lad. Yeah, he's just looking for his mum. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, cheers, Dad. Yeah, good guy, good guy. No eyes, but um, safe can't. The thing, the thing about that story... That's great. I'd say, I'd say the thing that doesn't make that one quite as scary is that the boy seems quite nice. He's not really doing anything. He offered yeah. the box. Yeah. Took it away. The Spider-Man pose is the only bit that was a bit... Well, well uh, that's a bit weird, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. But yeah, he's, oh, he's offered a box and he just went, oh, I'll leave Ooh. now. You're not having this box. What was in the box? Tam- <laughs> uh, if they're 10 years old, Tamagotchi, Beyblade, something like that. His eyes. That's it. Oh, imagine oh, that. Could you imagine? imagine that. That's why I didn't want to give him over. Nice gift. That's why he retracted Jesus it. Christ, man. That is scary as shit. Every um, five years. I'm going to give I'm gonna give that. I would have given it a nine until the, the daughter's two and she's having a full-blown convo. Yeah. So, and he had a kid at 18. Come on. Like... Uh, well, <laughs> people have kids at young ages. No, 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 no. Fifty, twenty. Yeah, so two ten. Years. Fast forward five. But the daughter's two. Yeah. No, fast so... forward. No, no. Yeah, fast. Fo- oh, yeah. So no. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Sorry about that. Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna give that an eight. Six. 
Seven then. Six and eight, seven. Another seven. So we got time for this last one. <sighs> it yes. is long. Yeah, go on. But it's yeah. it's pretty rank. Let's do it. Let's let right? the audience decide. Well, at least I hope I hope you think. But then I yeah, okay. Grandma's ghost lamp. Right? In one corner of my grandmother's living room stood a lamp that was almost never turned off. She would change the bulb every week like clockwork, waiting until the afternoon sunlight poured through the windows and filled the room. Even then she hurried, holding her breath until the deed was done and the lamp was back on. I would ask her about it once in a while. Each time she would smile softly, tussle my hair and promptly change the subject. I didn't learn the truth until I was 13, the first time I turned off the lamp. I just wanted to see what would happen. Grandma screamed when she walked into the darkened living room, a plate of cookies falling from her hands and crashing to the floor. I could hear her praying under her breath as she raced to turn the light back on. Tears were shining in her eyes when she turned to me, her lips pressed thin. Without warning, she slapped me hard across the face. Grandma had never so much as raised her voice before, and I was too shocked to cry. She cried enough for both of us, gathering me up in her arms and begging for my forgiveness. With her face buried in my shoulder, she finally told me about the lamp. It was a ghost light, she said. Ever since she and my grandfather had bought the house back when they arrived in America, the spirits of the dead had plagued her. Only when her burden threatened to drive her mad did she speak to Grandpa for help. She, she, she had hit us. No, I'm joking. Sorry, I was just blowing no, the smoke. That over smells to... really nice, though. It's nice. Uh, she, yeah. So she asked her, her grandfather for help. She had expected him to laugh her out of the house, but he had surprised her by nodding gravely. It was he who had first lit the ghost light, and as long as that beacon burned through the darkness, she had never seen another spirit. I stopped visiting my grandmother after that. It started gradually. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I fucked her off. Yeah. She slapped me. She smacked me. It started gradually at first, missing a day here and there. But by the time I received news of her death, I hadn't seen her in over 10 years. As her only living relative, I shouldn't have been surprised when I inherited her house. Yet as I sat in her lawyer's office, listening to him read her will, I was speechless. I had a difficult time paying attention after that, absorbed as I was with the business of remembering. So much love had filled those walls, so many happy memories. As I thought of my tiny, sterile apartment in the city, I quickly made my decision. I was almost overwhelmed by emotion as I walked through the front door. Everything looked exactly as I remembered it from my childhood. Houseplants still cluttered the windowsills, decorative bird plates still hung on the walls, and the ghost lights still burned in the living room. Seeing that old lamp sent a chill down my spine. I froze in my tracks, the smile fading from my lips, and I couldn't help but think of the night Grandma uh, had slapped me so many years ago. I told my mother about the ghost light the next day, but she had dismissed it as simple old world superstition. It was the same way when she was growing up, she told me, and I shouldn't worry about it. Still, I couldn't shake the conviction that I had finally seen the true depths of my grandmother's lunacy. I ran my fingers through the fringe of the lampshade as I thought a bloom of sadness darkening my nostalgia. Sighing heavily, I turned the ghost light off with a decisive click. Can I just quick interject yes you stated that he was the only living relative and i just thought that as well i guess it could be his dad's mum no because she said it as she was growing up grandma's yeah. a bitch didn't like her daughter didn't like Holes daughter. In the story baby that's it that's it but um let's pretend yeah, that didn't happen carry on yeah. really explain they that got the okay. house together yeah 
Or maybe it's, yeah, maybe just didn't have a good relationship. Uh, something woke me late that night. I lay in bed listening to the darkness until I heard scratching coming from the living room. Rats were the last thing I wanted to deal with at this moment, and I rolled over with a groan, determined to ignore it until the morning. The scratching continued intermittently, constantly jerking me from the edge of sleep, and I finally had enough. I, flew the, I threw the blankets off me and stormed into the hall. Moonlight flooded the front of the house, and I didn't bother turning on lights as I had made my way into the living room. I knew every inch of the house anyway, even after so many years, and I moved confidently through the dim light. I was furious at having been woken up from a dead sleep, and my anger ill-prepared me for what I found. An elderly woman was crouched in the corner, her gaunt back to me. She was scratching at the floor where the walls met, stopping every few minutes to cock her head. A gnarl of dread unfurled in the pit of my stomach. I had no idea how this woman had gotten into my house, and though it was obvious she needed help, it took me some time to summon the courage to approach her. My hand shook as I reached out to gently squeeze her shoulder. I meant to ask her where she lived, who was her caretaker, but the words were driven from my mind when she turned and I saw her face. Her eyes were solid black, bottomless pits that didn't reflect the moonlight. Her jaw hung impossibly open, unhinged, and the dark tunnel of her mouth spiralled down into her throat. I had a moment to realise who she was, to recognise the familiar map of wrinkles in her face, the curls of her wispy hair. Then my grandmother screamed. I shrieked and stumbled backwards away from the nightmare in the corner. My arms flailed in the air, reaching for the nearest lamp, and my hands touched the ghost light. I yanked the chain, filling the room with light, and she was gone. I never turned off the ghost light after that. After letting the bulb burn out one evening, I began changing it every week, just as my grandmother did. Eventually, I got married, and luckily for me, my wife was tolerant of my strange fixation of this lamp. The light continued to burn and I lived my life happily enough, but my grandson has been asking about the ghost light lately. Each time he asks, I smile softly, tussle his hair and promptly change the subject. For some reason, I can't bring myself to tell him the truth. I think about how I pulled away from my grandmother, how I, th- how I thought her crazy and I kept my mouth shut. I worry though, I know I won't be around forever, just as I know he will eventually turn off the ghost light. I worry that he might see me then, twisted and wrong, scratching in the corner. Too well written for me. The 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 doings of a fictional writer. Yeah, the thing about it started off with the grandma always tussling hair and changing subject, and then and they brought it back. He exactly tussles the hair. It, yeah, it's it's just a story written, isn't it? It's well written. It's well too written. well written, but as a story. Uh, creepy it's a story creepy. Yeah. creepy and like the way in which they describe the, the the grandma's ghost is very traditional to how ghosts look in the movies so I think it's a sensationalist that likes us to like be scared by that yeah. which kind of removes some of the some of the scariness for me yeah. I think uh, it was too well written um, I'm going to give it a five that one yeah, it's, a, it's another one of those where it's like Sell the house, move out. At yeah. that point, fair enough. Yeah. He wanted it at first, and he wanted to move in. That's fair. Yeah. But he's saying he's moved in, and he gets a wife, and then he's telling his grandkids. So he stayed yeah. in that house for yeah. fifty, sixty years. To be honest, the reason I think I liked it so much is just how fictionalized it is. Now I think about it, because I really liked that he was the grandkid, and then he grew up to be the grandparent. Yeah. And he's repeating the actions of his grandmother, which is obviously that's Hollywood. Fic- yeah. 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 I quite like that. It adds a story. Mm. Quite like well that. written story. Yeah, four, five for me. I'll go with a four. Yeah, four. There we go. Good work. 
Cheers. I can see why that would scare you, right? And that in, in alone in a kitchen. I think I I, I was ranked. I dare anyone I, to to not de- do it because they will. But I, <laughs> I I I I can't imagine there'll be many people that sit in a kitchen at night looking out at the black abyss of their garden and horrible. and not get a little bit creeped out by that. This has been a very creepy episode. Of, obviously, I spooked Ooh, myself out all the way during that last story. It looked like you were going to cry. I was I was a bit I'm, I was a bit scared. I'll give you that, but. Um, Next time on this kind of like we need to we need a name for this series. Yeah, we do. It's, called, it's almost like a spin-off series. Yeah. It's like a, a supernatural or because because I think that what was, so the concept was like conspiracies, ghost stories, unsolved murders. Yeah, we could do and then like bring it back round. Yeah, or whatever. Ma- yeah, murderers and stuff like that. Urban yeah. legends would be a good Ooh, one. Yeah, there we go. I know a few of those. Yeah, that'd be good. So let us know in the comments if you if you're listening to this on iTunes, fair play, but get yourself over to the YouTube video or tweet us. Um, let us know what you'd like to see. We've done conspiracies, we've done ghost stories, but that's not to say we won't do a part two of either of those as well yeah. as a whole array of other things. Jordan, thanks very much for the research. Doody Rhino, for anyone who doesn't know, but Cheers. he's he's faces plastered all across this channel now. Boom. Stevie, thank you very much yeah it's alright and um, <laughs> and yeah I'm gonna go and probably have a little cry in the corner see you later I shouldn't Bye. have said corner should I no <laughs> not if these stories are anything to go by fuck Bye. <laughs>